0: Yes, indeed. It is the get right right here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105 3. The fan. My name is Reginald Atatula. His name is Blake Elliott. We got David Shrupp on the ones and twos, and you rolling with us on a leap day here on the get right
3: day or leap year i
0: don't know how does that work today is a leap day
3: but the whole year the whole
0: year is a leap year
3: you don't even hear about it until the day hits like that's not a no i feel like i haven't heard it's a leap year all year until today
0: well that's because you don't be looking at calendars now do you i'm not plugged you're not you're not (laughs) hip
3: not plugged into
0: your this. eyes not open you got to open your third eye oh now i'm
3: yeah. the one that's, okay.
0: yeah you got to open your third eye my man I think third, my third, eye, eyes, third, third eyes are for recognizing sometimes. the vibes and then also knowing what leap year it is i'm pretty sure people roast me my goes. third
3: eye open too much you you, you know what would be happening i'd be talking about birds
0: <laughs> I love the first thing that comes out of your mouth is talking about birds. Which, apparently, by the way, birds a gotta, combine. Did, yes, yes, did birds. We're in the same place. <laughs> birds will come back up during the course of this evening. Your stars in action this evening at the AAC. They're taking a leap of their own. Three to one is the score in favor of the stars. Uh, there, they just started the third period. A Robo involved in the action. Pavelski involved in the action. Action. And Stan Coven also uh, scoring a goal. So, all three of those guys on the score sheet. And looks like your star is probably going to get back to winning ways uh, day after. They also added some defensive help that I'm not sure. Is already. I, I'll have to. I'm fairly certain that he would not be it's active just, this it's quickly. It's just
3: the but emphasis of the trade juice, the honeymoon just, just phase. It got, it got him. It's got him going. I right? know I got that guy to defend me, so I can go a little bit harder tonight. And he's not I, even there yet, but you but know he's he's on his way. The the stars should have great attendance too. St. Patrick's March. The team is green. We're green. It should be a lot of green in the stadium in the arena. It should be a great time.
0: And they're good. They're good at soccer too. Good at hockey. Almost said soccer. They're almost said ice ice ice
3: soccer. ice soccer
0: in a way. Yeah, that's definitely no. It's not what it is.
3: Call it ice. For the ice, but with soccer, size. soccer ice, because I can, I can't do it the other way.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I was about to say. I was like, I don't think that there's another way to make that happen. Okay, uh, we were just talking about on this leap day, who are the greatest leapers that you could think of or that you have seen? Someone mentioned Larry Nance Senior. Great, great shout. Good hey, jumper. Did hey. we mention T.O.? We did not. Uh, because we had mentioned Daz, we had mentioned Randy Moss. I feel like there's just a lot of those like jump ball kind of guys that probably em. probably should come up. Um. Somebody said all of us 80 babies, '80s babies growing up in Oak Cliff used to have to hop fences to get away from dogs chasing us, so we were the leapers. Uh, I feel like everybody has at least one of those friends that was like, "Oh, there's a fence there? No, there's not. I'll yeah. be, I'll be past I, that I, in think one if, moment." I
3: think if you haven't jumped a fence in your in your in your life, and you probably haven't lived, whether it be for a good or bad reason. <laughs> if you've never jumped a fence, then you know it makes you feel a little bit of a lie. Not saying I have.
0: You want, you, you want to know one of the moments? You want to know one of the moments that did make me feel like a, a, a bona fide leaper? It also involved a dog. We were out uh, in the street playing uh, street football. Me and a few of my homeboys uh, that had come over, and then some neighbors, and so we're all playing. And I'm on—I don't remember if I'm on offense or defense, but I'm—we're facing one way in the middle of the street, facing down the street. The other guys are facing the other way, and they just take off and say, dog. I turn around and look. Mm. It's a big old dog coming. Mm. Like German Shepherd. And we split up. We run in different directions. How old are you at this time? Um, Oh, that's a good question. Probably about 10, 11. Okay, so you got a little bit of a burner on you. And I'm not one of the smart ones. The other guys, well, a couple of guys, they were right next to their house. They run in the house, Right. You run past your house. <laughs> me, no, my house is behind. My house is back towards where the dog is coming from. So that's a no-go for me. You got to do a whole circle to get back. I am trying, like I'm out here, like I'm trying to outrun the dog. Nice. Um when I when I realized bona fide leapers in my presence was when my homeboys, they saw a truck, they ran and they leapt into the bed of the truck, did not touch the truck. Just like straight over. I was like, nice. real leapers. I had to outrun a dog, which I did put some respect on my name. Oh. And then this, our house was like kind of split level entrance. So like yeah. you had to climb up uh, stairs yeah. to get to the door. I jumped all over all six oh. of them stairs. Yeah, you got to go quick. Just right up. And yeah. so real leapers only. Dogs Apparently dogs bring the leap out of all of you us. You know
3: what? I'll, I'll throw one more, and I got to see it hands-on at Martin High School. Miles Garrett. That boy can leap.
0: He looks like a <laughs> leaper. I've seen him dunk. <laughs> he, We've seen he him can dunk. a
3: standing vertical duck. All right, let's get into this. A story. lot of <laughs> leapers
0: at the Combine in Indianapolis yep. as, you know, vertical jump is one of those things that's tested. Will McClay, who is in charge of personnel, V.P personal when it comes to your Dallas very or, important guy VPS scouting I should say um in charge of those things and so very important guy so important that Nicole Hutchison Nick Harris of DallasCowboys.com got a very good interview with him out in Indy and this was a part of it I thought this was insightful as did you Blake um they, they had they got to talking to him and this was the conversation uh, a part of the conversation that they had What was that biggest shift whenever Zim came in as far as a draft perspective strategy goes?
4: I think we're probably going to look more so at those bigger bodies on the inside, stopping that, and then we're always looking for linebackers. That's a position that, you know, in free agency and in the draft that we're going to have to look at because we want to add more uh, more players there.
2: Obviously Zim replacing DQ as um, the DC, but when you have a new coordinator come in, how challenging is it having to adjust your recruiting style when you have to adjust for a new coaching style?
4: You know, that's the beginning part of it, it's like we want to find the ingredients for their recipe uh, and it's the communication with them, uh, trying to understand that and then getting an opportunity again to talk to them as we're looking at taper and you know with that short window now watching players on the field and hearing the coaches talk kind of helps us with that as well
5: zim's uh I say recipe a little, little what's his recipe
4: he, he wants to play solid football up front um, we're going to try and turn the ball over and it's speed and it's versatility
3: I'll tell you my favorite part right off the rip. Please zoom. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. When he said we're going to look at more of those bigger bodies yeah. inside, yeah. we want to we want to really emphasize defense attack, pretty much linebacker, and we want to play solid up front. I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan, this is one of the guys that's going to have the biggest imprint on how this team is moving forward. He is going to be the one saying, "Hey, get this guy. Hey, I like this guy." And if you were worried about, oh man, the the D line and that front seven was a little more finesse than than than, than physical. I think this is something that he was very aware of. And us in the media, you you guys as fans, all that, we can be concerned as much as we want. We, we can't make a pick. So the fact that Will McClay is very open and honestly saying, hey, this is a problem. I want to get bigger up front. I want to get more physical. I think that that spells good news, and I think there's one guy that we talked about earlier in this draft process that I would love to slip to the Cowboys maybe in the second round, and Tavondre Sweat, who fits the mold of a big guy that's going to get you more physical up front. So it'll be interesting to see who they pick, but they're obviously emphasizing that going into the draft.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's it's. I think this is going to solidify what seemed to be a change that the Cowboys were already starting to make. It seemed like they realized the importance of it. But Dan Quinn... It seems like he also had like a, a focus on rushing the passer. They want to get upfield, they want to impact the quarterback because that impacts turnovers and those types of things. And like it's a passing league. And you saw the clear benefits of that, but it also, in some ways, um, led to a smaller all, all, a defensive front. And that ended up in some ways being a downfall yep. for these Cowboys at times. And so it's interesting to hear that Mike Zimmer in specific, like that's what he's looking for to begin with, right? Not even like a reaction to, oh, okay, we realize that we might have gone a little too far in our equation of this when it comes to trying to get pass rushers, trying to get guys upfield. We really want to lean heavily into that. And then also the idea that there, that's and not, not like they did not realize this, but there's even more of an – Uh, focus on the defensive tackles the linebackers what we like to call that spine of the defense like being solid on the interior is going to be something that matters a ton to this um, to this scouting uh, apparatus for your Cowboys and it's it it was probably always supposed to be the case but it's definitely going to be there and that's something we're going to have to focus on as we try and peruse and figure out where they are looking at using their uh, their efforts at this draft
3: Tell me, tell me if I'm wrong, Reggie. It, it kind of feels like in kind of hearing what you were saying as far as we really want to prioritize these edge rushers and have all these quick and speedy guys, and then you you create one identity, but then you neglect the other, and now you're not versatile. It kind of feels like the Mavericks, where we were talking about earlier, with hmm. you got this Maxi Kleba and you got a versatile guy that can do this and this, but then you give away size. But now the Mavs have both, where they can go lineups with this small ball and quick. They can go big and strong up front with Gafford. I think hopefully the the Cowboys can have a mix of both. Hopefully they don't have to sacrifice one for the other and be like, oh, we're just going to be a speedy, fast sideline to sideline team, but we're really weak down the middle. Or we're going to be a super beefy team that can't get with running backs outside and can't cover side of the sideline. They have the fast guys. I think they've covered that. They've got the guys who can go sideline to sideline. Now we need the... The big boys up front. And hopefully, they can have that nice combination that we're seeing with the Mavs, where they can deploy different things. Where it's hey, it's third down. We don't need to have four run stuffers, and they're on third and eight. We can put our faster guys out there. But hey, it's first and second and eight or whatever. We can have some of our bigger guys and take maybe some of those lighter in the booty pass rushers and linebackers out and put some of our stockier boys up there. Hopefully, they have that combination to go with both sets.
0: I do that. That is interesting, but I-, I do wonder how feasible it is to like have it be that much of a, of a you know, kind of rotational mm-hmm. thing, especially knowing that teams see personnel and especially knowing that the good teams can dictate your personnel to you and then beat you with that personnel. It's one of the things that the Niners are predicated on, right? They'll put two running backs out there to make you think that you need to go big and then have big square-body use check out here running <laughs> wide receiver routes, right? Yeah. And, like, they will then dictate to you some things. And so I do wonder – um one from that perspective, having like a rotational perspective of okay, we got our big bodies and we got our, you know, mm-hmm. our quick bodies, which I mean to some extent mm-hmm. every team is gonna have. But I just like, feel like we didn't even have that option. Yeah. We had fair we enough. had
3: light, absolutely it was, fair. It was dime package and nickel. Dime, nickel, dime, nickel. Like there was no other option. And I then you fit. got nickel and
0: dime, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? Like <laughs> still,
3: how did you still get nickel and dime and nickel and dime? How were they
0: still passing on you? We should have been the number one passing defense right. in the league. But then another thing that makes me think about is are you just bound to not – are you are you bound to not get as much pressure, right? Because yeah. obviously this was a team that got a ton of pressure. Well, it was the identity yep. of this defense was that they were going to get after your quarterback. And, and, and
3: those bad teams you just ate up on because their O-line didn't know how to handle stunts. Right. Their quarterback was inexperienced. Their receivers weren't getting open. Boom, 40 nothing. We're the best team in the league. Then you play against these teams that know how to handle those stunts, that have big running backs that can pick up Micah, that can kick him out on a pin and pull. And now all of a sudden that great pass rush is getting exposed – and all of a sudden you got a light linebacker having to cover doing this and guys in the back or there's less pressure in the back because now you're putting all these guys rushing the passer. And now all of a sudden you only got five, six guys in the back rather than having a little bit more. So I think it is a good balance. Hopefully Zim and McClay are aware of it. Right. And I think they are with approach, approaching to this draft of, we've got the speedy quick guys. We need to beef it up and really make this priority. And I think in those first couple picks, whether that be on the O-line or D-line, I think you're going to see some some not sexy picks. Sexy if you want the Cowboys to be good, but not. Let me get this super nice corner in, this, in the two Latus and the Dallas Turners and the Jared versus and Chop Robinsons. But might be go getting a big boy, a, a Mozzie Smith-type pick is where maybe you didn't know about him before the draft, but it's the guy that's going to fit. Hopefully they don't make him drop weight. and
0: Well, I mean, we, we've we gotten lots of reporting that says that they didn't make Mozzie yep, Smith correct. drop weight. And, and that remains one of the things Mysteries. that was super perplexing to me all the way around. But, yeah, uh, it, it's it's Will McClay lets us know directly from the horse's mouth that they're looking at, like, big guys in the middle, linebackers also, like, guys in the interior. And I think we
3: we, we kind of <laughs> know that about
0: Zim, but it's really solidified that, you know, they absolutely are going to try and be significantly more solid, more um, structurally sound defensively. And I'm interested really to see if that changes the way that they're able to get after the passer and if that just changes the entirety of the identity of how this defense goes about their work. I mean, look, we have still got to
3: see how they play Micah. Yes. If he's just going to straight up just rush, or we saw a couple plays at linebacker. It was kind of. I don't even ant- think he was
0: fully at linebacker. Everyone in
3: the media was like split on it. It was like honestly, a
0: 50 split. <laughs> and then maybe this is spicy. I don't know how good Micah Parsons is at linebacker, right? We saw him his rookie year kind of play true middle linebacker. And even then, like some of the things you could wash away is like, all right, he's he's a rookie, but there was instances where that he he had been slid back to linebacker, and he looked like he got lost a decent amount. It wasn't like he was Fred Warner. He's an ball linebacker
3: for sure. He's definitely not a Mike. Just sit there and reading. Read. I need, I need him chasing and making sure in every play. Like I don't need him being the first one to fill the gap in an a hole. Now I'm not saying.
0: <laughs> I think that's why we call it a gap. Uh, but no, like I I, 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 I am interested to see if you if you put him there primarily what he looks like. But I mean, it's clear what he is as a defensive end is a very good one, at least when it comes to passing downs uh, or passing uh, downs, right? I like him over the center when we when they kind of right when know they stand the him up loves to go do that
3: right Those simulated pressure. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that
0: uh and i do appreciate because you did use the word beef it up or the phrase beef it up which i don't know if you noticed i did the beef it up (laughs) from the 214 they said beef it up was a cool dance we got to bring it back i agree it's the get right right here on 105.3 the fan coming up next let's go around the association talk about some of the things that are happening in the nba we'll do So get right right here on 1053 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir, Thanks for rolling with us on a Thursday evening in the Metroplex. You can always get involved with the show by texting into the truckwreck.com. Text line 877 881 1053. You can also catch us on uh, on YouTube 1053 The Fan on YouTube or twitch.tv slash Dallas. Fan cam on the YouTube. Low key Joker mentions Zimmer will have less sacks, less turnovers. And he struggled against stopping the run his entire career. Zimmer's defense will be a huge drop-off. Okay. Well, if it's anything better
3: than that, then
0: we'll feel good. Amen. <laughs> <I think. laughs> hey, but I appreciate uh, you getting involved. It's always good to have everybody in the conversation. It makes it more, more fun, more full, more fluid. Thanks for hanging out with us on this. Is that a
3: triple F re right there? Fun, fluid, and what was the other one you said? I don't remember. More fun, more honestly, fluid. I'm
0: I'm surprised that you remembered what I said as I was saying. Because I definitely I'm just I'm saying things at this point. <laughs> hey man, when you talk for four hours, you, you can't expect me to you remember you all You gave of these. one more
3: F. You said it more fun, more fun. Well, fluid. it wasn't
0: one that would get me dumped though. That's the that's no, the good thing. I, I know one. for certain that I, I said I said We're just uh, gonna say it was fork. That's right. I definitely said the word fork. I'm just gonna <laughs> agree with you there.
3: Uh. <laughs> someone will text in exactly what you said. Somebody
0: will. Somebody will. And we appreciate that you guys are listening close enough to be able to do that for us. Uh, right now, though, let's go around the NFL or around the association, which is not the NFL. It's the NBA. Good God. Um, Basketball. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Um, OK, so I start here with, with some news that I did not realize but was uncovered today. Um, so Chris Paul was on the Dwayne Wade podcast. And had a pod. yeah, uh, well, I I, I knew, we definitely knew it because were you on the night that we talked about um, Dirk Nowitzki being on Chris mm-hmm. Paul's pod? Yeah, or so. sorry, not Chris Paul's, uh, Dwayne Wade's podcast. I think that was actually the first episode. He had Dwayne Wade. He had Tony oh, Parker. He had. I do remember that. I do. I can't remember, remember that. who the fourth person guest was. So I really do apologize. But yeah, they talked about the beef there, or whatever. So Dwayne Wade again, various NBA players on the pod, and this time it was Chris Paul. I know that yesterday a lot of people caught on to the um the portion of the podcast where we found out that apparently Chris Paul was supposed to be traded to uh, Miami to play with Dwayne Way and LeBron James, and ultimately the trade didn't get done for a very stupid reason, which is they couldn't figure out who would wear the number three. <sighs>
3: that's that's yeah, CP3. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? I'm going to be honest. This
3: might be a hot take. Never been a huge fan of Chris Paul. I I I wow I, okay I like is it because G- he's a nut punchers and nut punchers should never poster? and what what was it the Hornets days when yes. he was with David West yeah I enjoyed, by the way
0: a man that you do not want to mess with, yeah, with David I, West
3: I I enjoyed those days but ever since he left then I just have not been a huge Chris Paul fan he's never struck me as someone like he has great basketball IQ just not someone I'd really want on my team I don't know what it is about him it just never really clicked with me never been a big Chris Paul guy yeah Chris Chris Paul looks like he is
0: grating to play with. I'll never forget there was a time when he was with the Clippers where uh, DeAndre Jordan did something, and he was, like, jumping in DeAndre Jordan's face and putting yeah. his finger in that man's face. And I was like, anybody that feels that comfortable doing that.
3: I, I, I get it. He's, like, on all these councils for the NBA and and their, like, board of members and stuff. It just feels a little bit of entitlement.
0: I don't know. Ne- <laughs> never really rubbed me the right way. Um, well, yeah, we also learned that – well, Chris Paul, I, I wonder if you'll be more on his side here as – I, I I found this to be wildly interesting. He had some quotes about Daryl Morey. Mm. So remember, well, Chris he's Paul, even
3: further down the total. Right, Chris Paul played
0: for the Rockets for a period of time. In fact, that was probably the best Rockets team to exist during the James Hard- James Harden era. That really took the and really fumbled the bag on possibly dethroning the Warriors. Was this the couldn't could make point? a three to Chris save Paul their life didn't here. get hurt. We got it all right. Okay, Rockets fan over there, but he did. Um, he did. Apparently, he revealed that. Daryl Morey lied to him What's at some point. He said, quote, I go to the gym to work out, and Daryl called me. He said, I was just calling you to make sure you didn't want to go to OKC. And I was like, no. Why? I'd have moved 15 people to Houston. And he was like, okay, I was just making sure. He was like, I was, I would never trade you to somewhere you didn't want to go because you co- chose to come to us from the Clippers, which is right, right? He, he had decided to go to Houston. He said, I chose to go to Houston from L.A. I'm at a house chilling. Uh I was on the phone with uh he said Jada his wife and next thing you know the alert said that Chris Paul was getting traded to the, to Oklahoma City.
3: Uh, I mean it happens um you you're just one of those tradable guys that teams aren't valuing as high it's it high enough to trade where teams are wanting them, but it's not like hey this guy is untradable. <laughs> Seems like Chris Paul is one of those guys that um what's the right way to put it? traded a lot we're gonna keep it that.
0: wow wow I, I didn't anticipate this level of Porsche I, but honestly like Daryl Morey is oh he's not a great guy he goes forward I mean he goes further to talk about how you know Daryl Morey has no people skills and that's really evident um but yeah Daryl Morey apparently like I, I'm wondering are people going to fully turn on Daryl Morey as general manager because he seems to like have the analytics of this he's like an analytics darling and those types of things and he's had some teams that have won But man, the players that play for him seem to not like him. And I wonder if Chris Paul is a better messenger. You remember James Harden got out here. On his way out of Philly, what was saying that, that he,
3: he did a whole like press conference.
0: He said, mid-court, he it was, was on a basketball court. It wasn't. Court. He was he was in uh, China <laughs> during the offseason, playing out or you know, kind of doing the tour that a lot wasn't of players will do. Court? Yeah, on a basketball court. And he said that he would never play for a Daryl Morey <laughs> team again, and he reiterated it. And people kind of put this off on James Harden. Yeah. He's always trying to leave somewhere, but this is Chris Paul that I think is. More like better viewed around the league, saying similar things that Daryl Morey is not a really a guy to be trusted. How do you evaluate that? Um, I evaluate this as
3: a lot of these owners in sports. The more and more I learn,
0: and Ger- to be fair, Daryl Morey is an owner. He's an executive.
3: Anybody in the front office, mm-hmm. they will do what what is best for them. At the end of the day, they will pat your back in front of you and tell you how great you are, and I want you to be with this team forever. I've been hearing too many stories about as soon as that door closes. All right, is this guy gonna make us money? Can we get something better for him? And it is a business at the end of the day. And they will ship you out of town unless you are like a top five, top ten player a- at the current time, not in the past. At the current time, you are tradable. I don't care who you are. Even my boy
0: Pat Bev, as great as he is, he's, all right, he's okay, around left right. and right.
1: Okay,
0: you were doing so well, and then you mentioned great
1: example of that Isaiah Thomas.
0: Uh, yeah, Isaiah Thomas, not Zeke, but the young man who would play I was crazy calling him young because at this point he's he's decent. He might be my age, but uh, Isaiah Thomas, uh the young the the Boston. small guy, about six foot, if that that uh, played in Boston. Five, yeah, five nine. Um and he played in that postseason through the, the death hurt and through the death of his sister. Yep. And unceremoniously snip, snip. just sent sent yeah, away. They,
3: they don't care if you're not making them bread. If you're not helping yeah. my team win, who are you? I mean, it's it, it's not it's not great, but it's just how it is.
0: Yeah, and so some
3: owners better than others in front offices.
0: Right, but I I, I found it interesting that he did the full like I, don't, I, don't, I doubt you've seen the wire. Uh, but he did the where where, where do you not want to go and he absolutely sent him to the place that he didn't want to go which sounds like spite that sounds real spiteful and I feel like you should be able to fight somebody who does something that like that to you um, as we continue around the NBA Joel Embiid apparently doing a little talking is he has been injured he spoke to the media today for the first time since he suffered that knee injury a month ago that's kept him out and he was at and he said that he hopes to be able to return sometime this season he said that's the plan um but he also even went as far as to say that like he he will return to the Sixers this season regardless of the record
3: Yeah the Sixers have um trying to find them on the standings man they have fallen they were a team that was in the top 3 consistently they are now yeah. 6 not 5th not 7th 6th in the in the Eastern Conference at 33 and 25 on yeah. a two game losing streak so love Tyrese Maxey obviously they need a little bit more they haven't looked the same team Reggie, riddle me this. If the 76ers are a I don't know, a playing team, a 7 seed, bottom of the East, and Joel Embiid comes back, are we like picking them to win a series just cuz Joel's back cuz Yes. Ready ready to back yes. to play and back to production are two different things. And he's a big guy and I think these big guys take a while to get back into playing uh speed and playing conditioning, which is a huge thing. I don't I don't know if I'm picking him just because he's back. Now, if he played the final ten games leading up in the season, it looks like the MVP form. Then they get them cool, but if his first game back yes is a playoff game, yes. you're him? Okay. you take them okay.
0: Because you put them in what you're putting them in the play on playing or are you putting them at the six seed. If they were the six seed, okay. Like if everything stays as it is, yeah. or you're putting them okay. If they're at the six seed, I'm still like I still really like them. The Bucks, mind you, the defense is actually back. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think that anybody really um, pays attention to yeah. that, right? We love clowning on Doc, and you know uh, what? Oh, we love it. Jokes are greater than facts. But, like, the defense is back. But still, yes, like, over the course of a series, I think um, I still like what the Sixers can do. I mean, unless they get, like, the Celtics and you immediately are thrown into the deep end of this. Any of uh, those teams, I, I like, if you manage, especially if you manage to get, like, the Cavs now, this
3: have or more, the Knicks. Does this have more to do about the 76ers and Joel Embiid's impact or just how, lack of a better word, weak the East is?
0: Yes. Okay. Like, it's, it's a pair of both of those things. Joel Embiid, even at, not at 100%, like, the ways in which he can impact a game with his strength where he's not having to do a ton of movement there or even he can attack he can uh, really win a game at the nail and just at the free throw line and if he's just hitting 12 foot jumpers what are you going to do what are you going to do to stop that Miles Turner all over again and so yeah so I I think that even if he's not fully ramped up he can do that against okay. a lot of these teams in the East that I don't think are super strong. Is, is there a team in the East that you feel is really yep. strong outside of yep. the Celtics? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Right. And so I'm in I think I mean I I'm I'm that's where I'm at with that portion of it. the Sixers make a run to the conference finals. Ooh. That might get tough. They would need they would really need this to set up properly because I think the earlier that you have to face the likes of Boston or maybe even Milwaukee, the, the more difficult that you're looking at that possibility. Happening. Sleep on the Pacers.
3: Tyrese turning six. Leap your joke.
0: I was like, yeah, I I got the joke. I just didn't know exactly how I wanted to respond to that.
3: (laughs) You don't have to respond. It's okay. I appreciate that. It was for me. Did you enjoy it, though? I did. Very good.
0: Um, ESPN put out a new power ranking um, recently. Dallas. Okay, let me guess. They are fifth. No, lower.
3: Like better lower or lower bad? Lower
0: bad. Okay, seventh. Lower. Oh,
3: well, I don't want to go any
0: further. Unfortunately, you have to define them. You'll just go three spots lower. Tenth.
1: <laughs> Tenth? Yeah, you, what are you got we it after on? I said three spots lower. No, I, I was thinking it the whole time I said. Okay. Right. What are we
0: on? And I, I, they had previously been ranked 11. You want to hear the teams ahead of them? Go ahead. Ninth is the Suns. Uh, I, I, okay. What are we doing? What are we doing? You're what like, are we doing? You haven't even gotten to the fun ones yet. We we beat. You haven't even gotten to the fun ones yet. Okay. Eighth is the Knicks. Sure, you know, beating up on bottom finger, <laughs> fingers, <laughs> bottom feeders get you the eighth. That's like, if you really think about it, that's kind of a wild thing to say, but okay. Uh, from the s- <laughs> seventh is the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah,
3: they, Max is all I got to say.
0: Yeah. And so th- those are the
3: ones that when you. Was go- this, when was the list done? Like today? Or was this like a list like a week ago? This is a week. This is from yesterday.
1: Man, I the Cavs were sixth. He's like, I read that list. That's weird.
0: No, they they are ranked tenth on ESPN's. This is ESPN's wow. power rankings. Ten. Um, and so this one happens after the Cleveland game, but before Toronto.
3: They, they said, you know, seven and game win streak. Who cares? They lost two. They lost a buzzer beater. Here is
0: the blurb: Luca, the NBA's leading scorer, thirty four and a half points per game. Will celebrate his twenty fifth birthday. Obviously, mentioned that. Um, LeBron and KD are the only players in the NBA history to score more points before turning twenty five. They mentioned all those things. The Mavs are in a fourteen battle in the West. To, for those last two guaranteed spots in the play-in or the playoff, rather, how tight is that fight? When Mavs' uh, seven-game win streak was snapped on Indy after those things, so like they're basically just looking at seven games. They had happen. they <laughs> had that nice run. They they snapped it, and now I mean you saw how quickly they slipped from fifth <laughs> to eighth, and I think that's that's where they're sitting at. But yeah, they're, who else? They got the Kings above us. No, the Kings are not above. The Kings okay. are in thir- or 14th. Pelicans even. are below us too. Uh, the Pels are 11. Okay. So Does that
3: you, you feel a little bit better about that? The Suns is astronomically bad. That one's bad. The rest, it's whatever. We we lost to the Cavs. They got better records. Cool, whatever. Well, you got to prove it in the playoffs. So, I, I'm fine. I'm fine with how they're doing right now. Put us at put us at thirtieth. Put us at whatever. I don't care. Put us at the bottom.
0: Oh, you're taking this real personal. I don't, I don't care. I I'm taking it's just, it, it, it. On the it, break, you're going to tell me the I, writer. I'm not sure. It sounds like you don't care.
3: I don't. They, they obviously haven't seen the Dwight Powell minutes. David, so. does it
0: sound like he doesn't care? I don't know. It sounds like They haven't he
1: gone cares. to the, yeah, the P.J. Yeah, he sounds on. very pressed about it. I'm yeah. not going to
3: lie. They haven't seen Jason Kidd of his post-game presses. That man means business.
0: Okay. Where were, So, if you, if you were doing just a quick cursory um, power rankings, mm-hmm. how do you go about it? I, I go Celtics 1.
3: I go... Nuggets, two. Okay. I go Thunder, three. I was just
0: waiting for him to put the Mavs, too. That would have been hilarious. I go
3: Thunder, three. I go Timberwolves, four. I go Clippers, five. I go Cavs, six. Oh. I go Mavs, seven. Actually, I could I could enter, intertwine Mavs and Cavs, six, seven. And then I got Bucks, eight. And then none of the rest matters. Maybe Knicks and their Knicks sons have rounded out nine, ten. I don't think that's absurd. I think that's fair. Yeah.
1: I, I, have, a, I have a question for you, Blake. Yes, Why sir. did you um, put the Thunder above the Wolves?
3: Um, I, I just don't really like the wolves, and I don't think it's going to in in the playoffs. You know what it
0: is, you can I, I was I'm gonna stop you right there. Go ahead. You've got all those things. It's because Carl Anthony Towns keep getting out here talking about how he's the greatest big man shooter. Yeah, he that, that also that makes me mad. I just don't think the two big setup
3: is gonna work as well as people might think in the postseason. I think Rudy Gobert is gotten better at his lateral defense, but he's a little bit of a liability in the pick and roll. And if they were to match up against the Mavs in the playoff series, <laughs> I don't know with Daniel Gafford and Lively out there if they'll be as productive as we've seen. I think the Thunder are a team that I got to put up there strictly because of rankings and how well their standings are doing, but I don't think they're a team that will hold up as well in the playoffs either. I think the Nuggets and Clippers are the true threats above the Mavs in the West. Why is somebody roasting From me? the
0: 469, Blake sounds very, I just want to talk to him. Yeah, I just want to. Out, come outside, we're not going to jump you. Like That's, the Suns,
3: have we not seen the Mavs <laughs> play the Suns and he's dismantled them almost every time? Do we not remember Christmas? Do we not remember a week ago? Do we? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the Mavs lose a game and everyone's like, "I told you so." Look at him, Luca and Kyrie can't play together. They just look at the box I don't score, know man. People said all that. Yeah, but I'm, 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 the Mavs need some respect, man. Any other team loses a game, it's it was a slump and it was just a bad game for the Thunder and they're the best team in the world. Mavs go on a seven-game win streak and then lose the game and it's hey guys, we were right about this team. They're not the real deal, and they're think, terrible.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I still don't think that. And look, it's, I think some of this is just, they're the new look Mavs. There's a lot of questions still to be asked about them. But as they continue to like answer these questions, and you know, an easy way to get a lot of respect, Friday night, tomorrow evening, NTD Garden, put up a good show against the Boston Celtics. I imagine that the media landscape at large, and especially nationally, will give will be a lot uh, a lot more kind to the Mavs. As I mean, we're they're already starting to win some folks over. Yeah. Obviously, Legler's already big in that way. You, I know you, the winners. Even
3: you hear Shannon Sharp say that Kyrie's not a good post up player. I'm like, you see Kyrie in the post, he'd be cooking. Whether it's the turnaround jumper or the spin move to get to a layup, I need him to embarrass Boston. They're not going to. I need them to win on national TV. So all these talking heads you'd be like, whoa. They actually play good basketball. I don't need them to poop the bed because that will make me have a very hard job the rest of the week.
0: and okay. Having to defend myself. Yeah, because then you'd have to clean up the bed. Um, it's <laughs> a Get Right Right here on 105.3 The Fan. I guess that's some around the association on this evening. Uh, coming up next uh, is a staple. We'll do a little sharing time. Blake will definitely go this time. We'll do it next on The Fan. It's so Get Right Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Attula here with you alongside uh, Blake Elliott. Esersky. I almost said a three-time Hall of Famer. It's okay. I spent the whole week sitting yeah, in with did. CA. You did. Um, Great so, listens as well. Thanks. Thanks for rolling with us. Yeah. Appreciate that. And uh, thank you guys for rolling with us on this Leap Day on uh, February 29th. LD for Luka Doncic. Okay. Leap, leap Day. A little, little bit of a stretch, but I'll, I'll allow it. That's fine.
3: Stretch big. What? <laughs> I don't. It's, it's that time of the night. Okay, catchy. all right. Very, no,
0: tell. that's fair. That is fair. I don't know, I don't know if, uh, look, again, I'm not here to like complain necessarily because ain't nobody trying to hear that, but uh, it, it is tough to like end your day yes. with the, the mental the mental work of uh, talking for four hours. I know it sounds like ah, that's nothing, but yeah, it takes a little bit out of you. But we do it for you guys. For because you. Because we love you
3: so much. Y'all I love both of y'all
0: so much as well. Thanks, man. Y- y'all are our favorites
3: and y'all are the true grinders.
0: All, all of you.
3: Are they the true grinders? They're the true grinders. Because okay. think about it. It's late at night. You know
0: we what? really do have a lot of people who you know are like things
3: they could be doing other things.
0: We got a lot of second shift, third shift listeners. These are um, the
3: true grinders right now.
0: Appreciate you all. Spend a little bit of time with us here uh, on the Get Right right here on 105 Through the Fan. Your stars grind out. Well, I mean, really wouldn't grind. They 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 eased to a win. They got out early three goals in the first period. Rope Hintz adds an empty netter in the third. Four-one is the final for your stars to get a win and back atop the central the or sorry yeah the central division in the Western Conference all by themselves they hold on to that at this point. Uh Winnipeg Jets still have a, some some games in hand, you know, as they call it in soccer, but the current points leader in the central are your Dallas yep, Stars. Yep. We so score here in Dallas, baby. That that definitely is much needed. And so, shout out to the boys getting that win. Shout out
3: to Ottinger. Only allowing one goal. Wait, yeah. We like that. Keeping the goals low. And 25 then, saves yep.
0: on the night. So, shout out. Shout out to um, Jake Ottinger and the Dallas Stars getting a win. They'll be back in action Saturday evening against the San Jose Sharks. Uh, but right now. Let's get a little sharing time in on the get right and Blake. You 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 assured me you got you got some stuff to share. Yeah. Um.
3: So I, I had a couple different routes. I'll save my my other sharing time for tomorrow. But for today,
0: okay, all right. For today's sharing, we're we gonna time, get to sharing time tomorrow. You know what? I'll make sure we get some sharing time. No, How about I just that? I forgot
3: it. We have we do have. It's a, a, short, a very short. We, we do have a short show. Yeah, it's sure it's it's that. a
0: quick it's a quick sprint to yeah. get to some Rangers baseball correct, tomorrow. Correct. Correct. Yeah.
3: But for today, um. I, I had a question for you guys. Okay. I had a question for Reg, David. So you're not really sharing,
0: you're just you're no, asking. I, I, I'm,
3: I'm gonna give my portion, oh, okay. but I wanna yeah, know yeah. y'all's feedback on this. I'm just as being well. a jerk.
0: Don't worry about it. Keep, uh, keep going.
3: <laughs> um, you're not sharing your it's inquiring time. That's right.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, so uh, I think it was Monday. Blake wasn't having the greatest day. Just, you know, oh, no. you, you plan to do something. I think it was a bad hair day. Ah, Those those don't and help. Then, and then when you have a bad hair day, you don't want to leave the house. You're not exactly wanting a lot of people to see you. And then you, you, your keys drop on the floor and then you check your mailbox and that mail you're looking for wasn't there. Oh, and then your happens. phone's running slow. And then you drop your milkshake. It was one of those days. Everything was going bad.
0: And I said, Blake, you all know, the just, milkshake that you got to make yourself feel better because yeah. you weren't having a good
3: day. And, and it, had
1: a bad day.
0: Yeah, it, it was just one of those. And you and, take one down. And, and nothing. Is that w- what the lyrics are. I, I'll do. You know what? That was a that was an in the head question, not an out loud question. My bad. That's on me. <laughs> and nothing was going
3: right. And I said, all right, Blake, you need a woo saw, turn on the projector, and just make something to make you feel happy, and watch a good movie. Because I get caught in YouTube and quick reactions, and whether it's sports related or something, just let me watch something that it takes no mental capacity, uh, ability, I should say. Rather than just enjoying. And I asked you guys, what is a movie that you can put on at any time Mm. whether you're having a bad day that will put you in a good, enlightened mood and relax you? And for me, that's Ted. Ted 2 to be exact.
0: Oh, the sequel. Threw it on. That's an interesting look.
3: And when, Reggie, when I just tell you, I just had a great time. Okay, all right. Just a great time of just sitting back, no worries, had a bad day, nothing was going right, and just enjoyed my time on the couch, watched a little bit of Ted too, and was just giggling and laughing the whole time. And you know what's good when you're sending your friend clips and you're, like, recording on your phone or saying, like, hey, this part is funny. Obviously, they did not care because they're not watching That's that right. Movie. I was just blowing up their phone. Like, hey, this part is super funny. But that shows you how much that I was enjoying. I just want to know what other people's comfort movies were. Uh, for me,
0: Ted is one of those for sure. Um, I really enjoyed that. It's funny because I... But Ted 1 is good as well. As you were mentioning that, I don't know that there's a movie... That I that I watch that way, I'll you I'll do that with kind of TV I think, mm-hmm. um and even then not so much, but like um I think probably like Seinfeld of mm-hmm. late especially is I'll, I'll I'll maybe rewatch whatever like fun thing that I'm watching at that point yeah. is where I'll go to and I'll just continue yeah. my watch that and right now it's probably rewatching Seinfeld so if that's how I'm feeling where I'm just like yeah I want to watch something fun that's where I'll go but like yeah I was like. I, one thing that I think about is like the movie that I can watch anytime it's on, but it's not quite the same. And one of those, the one that comes to mind is always Speed. Like, mm. you know, those movies that are always on like TNT or what, then yeah. on like a Saturday afternoon yeah. when nothing else is on. Yeah. Right. That's what I, I thought about. I, I, but that's not the same as like, I'm not having a great day. I need to watch this to make me feel I got, a, good. Go ahead. I got
1: a movie for y'all. So for me, like pretty much anything comedy related, yeah, I just love comedies. Loud. And I'm just so proud of you, Blake, for mentioning Ted. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've checked out the prequel series i haven't yet i really really want to Mm -hmm. but for me my go-to is i I know this is kind of broad but like just about any comedy but if there was one specific that i had to go to he um says very nice a lot um my wife Mm -hmm. you guys know where i'm going with this yes yes borat 100 percent. i love borat see
3: see and i'll and i'll I'll be i'll be quite frank with you not exactly my type of comedy i i I think I, i enjoy the snarkiness of ted And I think that's also why I like Rick and Morty. And I understand I'm showing my age. These are are younger things. I'm quite aware. I I enjoy the smart Alecky kind of comedy and the kind of the dark humor. That's kind of my edge when it comes to comedy. I just enjoy those that just like, ha, look at them. That was funny. Rather than just like a knee slapper, like good foundation joke. I like ones that really don't make sense that are just kind of just out of left field. It's like what I didn't even see that coming. So those are some of my favorites. We got a lot of people texting. A lot of people
0: texting and some real good ones. Uh,
1: Blake, you're younger than, I mean, I'm younger than you. I just want you to remember that.
0: From the 318, Forrest Gump. Yep. Uh, from the 817, any of the Friday movies. That's a great shout. Good shout. From the 972, Princess Bride. Have you watched Princess Bride? I, I haven't gotten, that, gotten around to that one yet. It's, it's a solid film. It's a very uh-huh. solid film. From the 903, Remember the Titans. Yep. Good flick. I, need, I'm, I probably need to go back and re-watch Remember the Titans because the ways that people talk about Remember the Titans feels like it's outsized feel like people talk about that like it's a better movie than it is or it's, a, or it's five. a more powerful movie yeah. than i think it is but whatever right um i'm not here to what do they call it i'm not here to ick your yum or what is mm-hmm. that what they say I, i'm not sure okay very good uh, your yum is interesting. something like that <laughs> uh from the a17 curb curb your enthusiasm okay. curb your enthusiasm is a great show that i remember last time i was trying to go through an entire watch of it i got like three or four seasons deep and I just got fatigued. I've seen every
1: single episode and it, I've seen the entire series twice. Also rest in peace, Richard Lewis.
0: Yeah. Rest in peace to Richard Lewis who just passed. Um, but I feel like I've seen, is it, it's yuck your gum is what it is. Um, mm. uh, but like after a while, it feels kind of formulaic in a way. Cause it's like, all right, uh, Larry does something. He does a faux pas. He tries to make it better. He makes it worse. Right. Like it's, it's, I mean, that is sitcom, but it really felt into, like it fell into, uh, fell into like kind of a repetition in a way. And maybe I just need to go back and try again. Can and I see if it on another one? one? Feels better. What
3: about what about death at a funeral?
0: <laughs> have you seen that where I don't where, think I have actually where he, he
3: craps on his on his hand, Medea. <laughs> that one is good. And they're they're at the funeral obviously and the grandpa comes alive, I think. <laughs> oh, the
0: replacements elite film. <laughs> replacements is
3: elite a good one. Film. Harlem
1: Knight's
0: Coach, comes it looks like I jacked off the elephant. <laughs>
1: Hilarious. Any Seth Rogan movie. Yep. There's some good ones in there super, for sure. Super
3: bad is up there. I could I could rewatch that one. Um uh, The other guys. Blade. Shout out Elite Elite film. And you gotta think about guys, don't just type in your favorite one. one that's rewatchable. No, one that of course. you can you, I mean, can you can engage, like, hey,
0: it's almost as if you're seeing it for the first time. Harlem Knights. Harlem Knights. Great film. Somebody said Dumb and Dumber is theirs. Back to the Future. Any Spider Man movie. Any yeah. spider, every single one of the Spider-Mans. My
1: favorite Spider-Man movie of all time, Spider-Man 3. Now, I don't remember how they that go. Is, that I, is chaotic. I just that know, is a like very chaotic statement.
0: I just know Tobey Maguire. I'm going to start Toby quoting, movie, Reg. Start don't quoting do that. it right now. Nope, don't do that.
3: Tobey Maguire is my favorite. I don't know where they, I don't remember the, the, the trilogy of how it's set up. So, three, I'm very two, proud of that four. answer. I don't. Wait, what? Like I don't know which one Tobey Maguire is in, like the second one, the third one. have I, well, haven't I mean, caught up with
0: there's different. I guess. See, see I'm not. A lot of people that. think about like. like oh,
1: pull you, we can talk afterwards.
0: I, yeah, got, you. We'll, I got Yeah, you. I guess you. we'll do that after. Somebody said first Fast and Furious, but only the first one. Second one, I think was my favorite. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, fair enough. That's that's good good cinema. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they before they started um about, not treating y'all with like Harry that po- had sense. What
3: about the Harry Potter series? I, I can always when I'm not
0: feeling great can th- run throw that on. A lot of people in on the Harry Potter series. Um. Which is fine. I think that also, like, I didn't have a lot of the youthful nostalgia behind it. So when I tried to watch it, I was like, "That's fine." Um, picking
3: it over Star Wars any day of the year.
0: Oh yeah, no, I don't think I don't think people are gonna go with that. I think people are gonna be real mad about you people, saying that. I think are, it
3: depends. People I, are more Star Wars than Harry Potter. Blake, I'm gonna
0: protect yes, you on this one. Absolutely. I, I think it depends. If you're no. talking about
1: if you're talking about the new trilogy or whatever. Yeah, people didn't like that at all. If nah, we're talking I'm talking about, about the old. I'm talking okay, about the old. Okay, if we're talking about both. the old ones, no, people are picking Star Wars.
0: Yeah, yeah just my personal. I, I prefer Harry Potter over Star Wars. Last Dragon, good shout, good shout. Always Sunny as a TV show, I think a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people in on that show. one recently. But yeah, is this, like, people are getting into, like, feel-good show, and I do wonder if people are in the same place, because if you mention, like, as a feel-good show, White Man Can't Jump, or a feel-good movie, <laughs> I don't know, man, like, is that... I really enjoy watching that film, but I don't know that I come out with that where I'm like, man, I feel great. Yeah, see, that's why like I I I I'm having to laugh. a bad day and that's going to make me feel good.
3: I don't need something that's too action packed where people are
0: dying and people are falling off. I need something
3: that's just making me laugh. That's All why right. I picked
0: Ted. All right, now we're doing wild things from the 817. And I, I am like a very big evangelist for The Wire being the greatest television show in the history of American television. Supernatural. natural. But, but like the first, no supernatural isn't even close don't do well, that yeah. nope nope just no. cut, cut your mic off right now don't do that um but like the first season of the wire as a, i'm not feeling good i want to feel better like the wire is all about like the failure of institutions i don't know that that would make me feel good yeah
3: i need, i need i need a good feel star wars is way better than harry potter i i yeah it seems like most people are on the star wars that's cool Mar- um, Martin, Martin,
0: good shout. great, great, especially like just, I want to sit here and laugh for a little bit. Martin and New Girl, both good can answers. We, can we also do Everybody Hates Chris? Elite. Elite, elite just sit back and just watch
3: someone. That's you know right. What it Workaholics. Is? You're watching someone else's pain. I didn't pain. watch
0: that, but I, I, I definitely see that, that vein, especially as you said that you love Borat, that feels like that fits right, right in that I think, vein. I think the
3: Everybody Hates Chris is because I'm watching someone else's pain. <laughs> exactly I'm watching someone else I don't remember get I don't
0: remember what the quote is but it's comedy is simply tragedy that happens to someone else did y'all watch the league I did watch the league for a certain period of time I and league league. I honestly wish I could get some of that time back not gonna be not gonna mm. lie ah. there's definitely some fun in there but there it, Sorry, it, it gets it gets very stupid after a point which you know what that's fine that is fine what about the B movie
3: anybody seen that
0: I have I like it
3: Feel like it's a good, hey, your day is gone bad. Go look. I forgot his name. I don't remember the main character's name. We're
0: not giving Smallville any love. Smallville is cool. Smallville is long. There's a lot of there's a lot of television there. Keep sending those in. 877-881-105-3940. Bullet train. Great shout. That's a good shout. Great shout. Uh yeah, keep sending those in. What are your what are your make me happy movies, right? Like when you're just not having a great day. We we'll talk more about that as we go along. One hour remaining in the Get Right on this evening. Coming up next, the top of the
6: hour, we'll do a little headlines here on the Get Right. We'll do it next on the fan.